And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Cockle doodle doo, this is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. I have an exclusive baby. Who said who who said Lavelle Crawford? An exclusive. I got I got an exclusive baby. Listen, I have somebody I've been waiting to introduce to y'all on my show today. You're gonna have to stick around to find out exactly who that is. Today is the Sabbath. I got a bunch of special guests coming on here today. I tried to get everybody I could think of to get up this morning and say something to me. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm calling all my friends. And listen, I got their numbers. They don't know this, but stick around because this is the Darren Gray Cockle-Doodle-Doo Morning Show. You're tapped into the Booth Radio Live. The Booth Radio Tap into the new because we are tapped into you and you know the drill you don't want to miss moving the change you don't want to miss nye not the science guy the young narrative with her show which is awesome you i hope you didn't miss um what is it mike and mary's mary's and marks mark and mary's mary and marks what are they calling it resolutions resurrections reproductions so you know what Go to the website. It's a brand new show. It is exclusive, baby, for couples with Mary and Mark. You do, Listen, listen. If you didn't hear them Tuesday, they are phenomenal. They had me cracking up, busting at the seams, crying, wanting to slap my kids. They just had me doing all kinds of stuff. You listen. Tune into that. Go to the go to our website. I ain't got time for all that today. Go to the website. Go to the booth. Theboothradio.live. Um, you can email me, Darren, at theboothradio.live. You can call me right there. I'm finna get down what I'm getting down with. This is the morning show, baby. This is the Darren Gray Search Spray Morning Show. I got a special guest on here for the Sabbath. It's the Sabbath. I hope you do it today. It's coming up in the second hour. But right now, I'm finna kick this whole thing off. We gonna get it off and running with Prince right here. Everlasting now. <laughs> Deep within is when the drums in his head began to pound. Don't 
to Rodney Brooks, please. This is Rodney King. Oh, I'm, I'm so, oh, please forgive me for oh, my yeah. stroke of known. ignorance. May I please speak to Rodney King of the King's Royal Jewels? Come on now. It's me, <laughs> Rodney King, author of the King's Royal Crown Jewels of Poetic Life. Yes. Absolutely. Can I ask you a couple questions on this day? Yes, please. I have one question for you and one question only. You ready? I am ready. You still here? I'm here. I have one question and one question for you only. Say what? What's the question? Are you going to be doing the Sabbath on today? Yes, incidentally, yes. So you are going to be doing, this is my friend Rodney King Brooks. Can I say the Brooks part? Yes, I'm cool with that. It's me. Matter of hey, fact, since I, have, me. Since, I, <laughs> since I got you here right now, right now on the spot, and I know how extremely intelligent you are, right off the cuff, give me a poem. Uh, you did not do that to the king, all right? This one is my favorite one. And it's called Raven, my daughter. I sometimes wish I could fly above the heavens. <laughs> you got me. Okay, hold up. I sometimes wish I could fly above the clouds of this world for a day, soaring through the winds way up on high amid the wings of peace unscathed, mounted upon wings of glory, fit for an aerial abode, 
dividing the clouds before me, streaking the skies of life's unknowns. I can somehow sense the freedom. I feel the air beneath my wings, flying high above a royal kingdom and swiftly past the royal king. <laughs> that was Rodney King Brooks. And you just heard the second installment of, what's the name of the show, Rodney? The Poetry Corner. And your name is? Rodney King Brooks. And how can they get, which volume is that in? You can check me out at uh, iKing65, Wix, or dot Wix.com, in the King's Castle. And that'll take you straight to my website. But you know, I'm on Amazon.com. All the, the notable ones go there, Google my name, Google Rodney King Brooks, the King's Royal Crown Jewels of Poetic Life. You'll find me. And one last question I want to uh, shoot at you, my good best friend. How would you like to be on the next men's panel? I'm in all day. Okay, I'm jotting you down. Looking forward to the second installment of Say It. The King's Royal Crown Jewels of Poetic Life. We're going to bring them out up in the poetry corner on the Darren Gray Morning Circus Parade. Let it be known. Can we get a cock a doodle doo? Cock a doodle doo, motherfucker, time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> cock a doodle doo, this is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Stick around, I got a whole lot more coming for you. I got a lawyer coming up. He's gonna, finally, we got Benjamin Myers in here, Benjamin Myers Esquire, to answer the law questions that you have for me. But first, I'm getting ready to deal with the text I received from Oliver Eddington today. I hope he tells y'all that one of his little badass kids grabbed his phone and texted me by accident, but we getting ready to find out next. Stick around. This is the Sabbath. We're going to have a whole bunch of fun, y'all. And y'all know I get deep into it on the next hour. Right now, I'm just going to have me some fun. And that was Rodney King Brooks. Isn't he a jewel? Get it? The King's Jewels. Rodney King Brooks, King's Jewels. Go where he said go. Check out his poetry. It's awesome. Stick around. This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. And what I'm going to hit you with right now is one of my favorite jizzle jams of the lifetime. So I'll be right back and I'll probably comment on it. Stick around. This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Cock-a-doodle-doo. If you call out loud, will you get inside? Do the heart of your surrender to your advice, and you can say the words like you understand. But the power's in believing, so give yourself a chance. Cause you can climb the highest mountain.
Hey, check this out. Y'all know what I've been doing this morning. I call all my friends. But listen, Oliver gonna text me. Oh, get Oliver. Jay Seinfeld, get Oliver Eddington on the phone, please. Can we get a phone call this morning to my good bestest? I got a lot of good best friends, y'all. And if you ask each and every one of them, except for one, they'll say, yeah. Darren is my good best friend. So that's what's getting ready to Hello? go down right now. Uh, good morning, Oliver. How are you doing this morning? Great. Are you up and ready to go this morning? Say that again. Are you up and ready to go this morning? Oh, yeah. Always. Let me ask you this question right here because I ask all my people. I'm making just random phone calls this morning, and I'm asking everybody. Are you going to be doing the Sabbath this evening? I'll be honest with you. No, I will not be. <laughs> okay. We got an honest answer from Oliver, and we're not going to badger him. But we are going to badger him about this. Now, listen, let me ask you a question, Oliver. Do you have a, um, Do you have your phone? Cur- your phone is currently in your hands. That's correct, correct? Yes. Could you recant a text that you text Darren Gray of the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show today sometimes? Now, I'm not saying me personally, but you text Darren Gray. Would you read the text that you text him yesterday morning about something yesterday? Remember that? I'll about wait. you, uh, yeah, about you, um, you had your tweet. Not your me. Not me. Huh? Not me. You texted to Darren Gray. Couldn't have been me. Was you talking to me? <laughs> well, anyway, I text somebody about their teeth, about their teeth being taken out, and they said if they were, if, if they did it right, they was going to um, go back and pick up all the trash around the establishment that the, where they had the teeth taken uh, worked on or whatever, but only if it worked out right. Now, I'll say those people did their job, so that person needs to get their butt down there to pick up their trash. And if it, uh, somewhere down the line, if it doesn't, if your teeth start hurting again, hell, just take the trash back. See, you know what it's going to take it every day. See, I was going to come on here and I was going to wear you, I was going to whittle you down like a piece of nub. I was going to get on here and I was going to turn my mic way up loud, get up over your, and I was going to cut your neck off. But you know what, Oliver? You are absolutely 100% right. You sound like you've been listening to the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. And that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. I need to go over there and pick that trash up. And if, now listen to me, y'all know I be talking Bible sometime on here. Sometimes I'm kind of somewhere else. We don't want to get it misconstrued. What Oliver is saying here is biblical. What he's saying is go over here and pick the trash up. And if my two starts hurting again, I'll go over there and be hateful and spiteful and mean and revengeful and evil and throw all the trash back on the damn ground. I, you know what, Oliver? You might be correct. What the? What was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, you ain't really got to do it that way, but you know what you think? They did their job, so now you did, you do what you say you was gonna do. <laughs> Why does it have to be at a hundred percent for you to do your little part? <laughs> Didn't it seem like I did the, the Christian thing, like I trying to flip the whole Bible on you right there? But you know what, I'll, that my um, um, Grayson, my son today, he said, Dad, Oliver, right? You gotta go pick that damn trash. Uh, he said, We need to do it right now. I said, Okay. 
we gonna go, we gonna go over there and pick that trash up. Cause if I wait until the last, cause I got a cleaning coming. They gonna the cleaning is the last thing they're doing. And I can eat on both sides of my mouth again. I'm fine. I'm perfect. I gotta go clean that trash up, take pictures of the place, tell you where the place is, and tell you how to get everything done. And that's what I'm gonna do before the next Sabbath. And it's gonna be all because of Oliver Eddington. Cause see, in my mind, like I said, I thought one of your badass kids got your phone and text that to Darren Gray because they was being mean and nasty. It was probably that Chucky one that did it. But since it was you and I, I concur and we came up with some biblical ways to do it. But I, I am going to say this, Oliver. If my teeth starts hurting, I'm not going to throw the trash back down there. I'm going to go back and get served again. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for keeping me on the up and up. Hey, hey, everybody, I want y'all to know this is Oliver Eddington, and every morning when you don't hear a rerun or something like that, Oliver texts me in the morning and say, Darren, get your ass up, and let's get this show going. So for everybody all over the world, from Han, where, where are we hitting at, Jay Seinfeld? From Honduras to Hawaii, we say, this is our good best friend, Oliver Eddington. <laughs> and the staff here, we thank him and we praise him for coming out. Hey, Oliver, what you gonna be doing instead of doing the dang on Sabbath? Now I'm gonna get on you about what you ought to be doing. We since can all we... be some fighting motherfuckers in here this evening. Oh, well, you already said what I'm gonna be, be doing. What is that? With these badass kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> praying that I make it to another day without hurting one of them. <laughs> just whoop them a little bit. Ain't that what they say? Just whoop them a little bit. <laughs> we appreciate you coming out. And Oliver, you're always welcome here. New men's panel coming up. You're going to be a part of it. So, oh, I didn't ask you. Would you like to be on the next men's panel, Oliver Eddington? Sure. It's, right now, here's the lineup. You and Ronnie Brooks. Not Ronnie Graves, because Ronnie Graves. Uh, I digress. We'll come back to that. Stick around. This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Say cock-a-doodle-doo, Oliver. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Mama Mavis. Oh, mama, they try my patience. It's gone. Who is left to save us? We mourn. I'm praying for my neighbors. They say the devil's at work and is calling favors. You say I'm dangerous. I speak for the nameless. I fly with the vultures. I be with them bangers. If change don't come, then the change won't come. If the bands make them dance, then the rain gon' come. Am I passing to the light? Look into your eyes. All the world is out of your head. Look into my eyes, mama, tell me what you see. Tell me there's a chance for me to make it off the streets. Tell me that I won't die at the hands of the police. Promise me I won't outlive my nephew and my niece. Promise me my pastor isn't lying as he preach. Tell me that they'll listen if there's lessons that I teach. Tell me there's a heaven in the sky where there is peace. But until then, I keep my peace and arms. Am I passing to the right? Am I looking into the All the world is out of your hands. Another night.
Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. And as I do every Sabbath, y'all know what time it is, is call somebody and ask them, are you going to do the Sabbath? Like that. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to get a little um, little snippet to play something right there. But let's do another phone call, shan't we? Here we go. This is my bestest goody good bass playing funky Todd I'm calling right now. Watch this. Good morning, Toddy Funk. How are we doing this morning? Yo, what's up, Darren Gray? What's up, Darren Gray? <laughs> Nothing. How are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Now, listen. What's happening? I like to start this day off with the first question of the day. And here it is. All right, all right. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here I go. Will you be doing the Sabbath on today? Yes, I will be doing the show. Abs- I said the Sabbath, man. You said the show. Oh, now, what'd you say? Will I be doing the Sabbath today? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I wouldn't miss the Sabbath if my life depended on it. If I can help it, man, it's all about the Sabbath. What's up? What's up? You, what you, you what you asking for? You know the answer to that question. Because I call all my friends every Friday and I say, hey, are y'all doing the Sabbath today? So far today, we two for one. We got two one. Two for one. Two for one. Two yeses and one no. I do this oh, okay, every okay. Friday. I, call, I say, hey, are you doing the Sabbath today? Okay, so you mean so you mean we two for three, two out of three yeah. said yes. See how stupid I am. That's why you should never come oh, to the man. Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. <laughs> it's too damn early in the morning. Yes, that's good. you are correct, caller. You are correct. You get a car. No, I'm kidding. You ain't getting no car from us. <laughs> you might. You just might. Matter of fact, we will be giving the car away to the next person who calls in and says they're doing the Sabbath tomorrow. You can reach us at. Hey, Todd, what do you got going on? Man, you know, you caught me at a great time, my bro. I finally got some time to sit down and, and work on my first my first segment of the Toddy Funk Show. It's going to be aired right here on the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. I'm happy to be a part of the team. Man, we got a lot of great content coming up for you guys. And, man, just stick around. It's going to be a funk fest, baby, I tell you. That's what I like to hear. Now, I know, I know it sounds like I'm talking to you and you. I just talked to you about yesterday, the day before that, the day before that, the day before that, and probably the day before that as well. And I already know what's going down because, you know, in my ear hole of my <laughs> iPhone, I've heard a few snippets of lovely sounds. Could you expound on that sound that I hear when I call you up every day and you're in there working diligently, I might add? 
<laughs> man, you hear the you hear the sound of that new funk get ready to drop in 2020, man. Uh, Toddy Funk's got new music coming out, man. I'm really excited about what's going on. Got a new situation with uh, Lucid Entertainment and uh, uh, Terry Harvey and the Professional Group, man. My situation with uh, uh, Universal Music Group and Caroline ILS is looking real good, man. So we got to do them proud and get some great music out here. Working with some great talent, man. Even put my even put my brother on the on the on the on the deal, man. Got him working. Ryan, out. So, man, got Ryan just, oh man, oh. yeah, we them pulled him out the them pulled him out of the shed, man, and and got him got his work got his work hat on, man. So yeah, we we rolling up the sleeves and doing work, baby. So it's all good. Right on. See, I can't wait because guess what's going to happen? We're going to get an exclusive. Is that true? Is that true, Tidy Funk? Are you going to give me? You know, I'm going you know, to give you the dirt, man, and, and all the good stuff. I got to give it to you first, boy. Absolutely. You know, we go we go way back. Like two flat tires and a, a pent up. Well, I can't say that anymore because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say man, we've that. Been, no we've been 10 toes down like James Brown since the beginning, boy. We knew it. We it, knew it when we first saw each other in the halls of John Marshall High School, Oklahoma City. Tell them to tell them in the, the 80s. Tell them you know the, how we was doing it. Tell them the damn rest. I let you borrow my brand new 1999 cassette. No one even knew about it. I had no, just... no, 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 no. That no, he didn't let me borrow. I don't think you let me borrow, but this is what it was, y'all. The bell rang for class. Wasn't nobody in the hallway, man. I, was, I came upstairs to go to wherever I was going, and, and there Darren was. He had a Walkman. Didn't, no have, didn't nobody have a Walkman at that time, man. Darren was a baller. Man, I heard that Walkman. I heard that treble coming out of them speakers, man. I said, man, what you listen to? Darren said, man, it's brand new Prince, man. And ain't nobody got it. You can't see that. Come and listen. He said, no, you can't listen. It was Lady Cab Driver. I'll never forget, boy. And then he walked into the he walked into the room. I was like, dang. You know, so I was like, oh, man, that stuff is going to be hot. It's going to be hot. So that's just how it went down, ladies and gentlemen. I'll never forget that day in my life. Because actually, Darren, <laughs> Darren ended up being the, he ended up being the dude that introduced me to Prince. That's so crazy. He He's the dude that introduced me to Prince. The very first time I met Prince, Darren Gray took me to his table. Prince and Manuela were sitting in a dark corner. Prince was eating on a big old white plate. Looked like he had about four peas. Looked like he had about four peas on the plate. And he had a fork and he was picking them. He was using his fork one to pick them up and one. eat. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly That's exactly right. It was the strangest thing. But hey, man, it's the truth. That's the truth. Right on, man. We Yeah, we've been doing it for a long I didn't let you. I thought I let you borrow it, but I, maybe I did it. No, you said, nah, you can't have it. <laughs> and went in the class. I went into Shut Mr. Warriors. I went into Mr. Warriors. That's that's right. That's, exactly that's right. What the hell I did. That's right. Because we was upstairs in that in that far in that far hall. Yep. And, and let me tell y'all something. Just to be, just so y'all don't think I was all the way mean. Lady Cab Driver has the coldest rhythm guitar on it that's played on like two strings that you'll ever hear in your life. You hear that, Elizabeth? Yeah. I'm yeah. coming to join yep. you, honey. So I did give you a little love. Yeah, man. That 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 joint, man. That joint was cold. Yeah. The bass line too. Yeah. Bass line too. It's just a funky mm-hmm. song all the way there. The drums. All the way around. The dr- yeah, everything. We're finna go. We'll be all night. Listen, Toddy Funk is right. coming up. What's your show called, Todd? It's called the Toddy Funk Show. Y'all get ready. Y'all get ready for your boy because I'm coming live and direct right here on the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Come to-
Somebody can't tell me no 
Cock-a-doodle-doo. This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. If y'all ain't had fun up to thus far, there is not a happy bone in your body. The morning mix was outstanding. All of the people I've spoken to this morning have been outstanding. You hear um, DJ Seinfeld throw that um, lady cab driver on the front. I said, now don't you disrespect my guests I got coming on. I don't want to hear Prince up in there breathing, doing all that little nasty little stuff. He used to do in secret, but if you listen to the songs I play, he was coding his stuff because he knew he had joined up with the wrong forces, but he gave it to us the best way he could. Listen to what he tells you sometimes. Now, maybe not on that lady cab driver, but nevertheless, I digress. Now, listen, I want to send out a shout out to a young lady I met today. Her name was Keyshawn. She was very intelligent listen young lady you got your head on straight keep doing what you're doing and you're gonna get to where you're going when you get there you're gonna be where you supposed to be at and i couldn't have said it any better than that matter of fact i'm the person that just said it ain't i <laughs> listen y'all it's been an uneventful is that how you say it i always say stuff stupidly because i'm not that learned in it in the king's english so what i try to tell you is this right here my week this week has been a hectic week and the, uh let me just get up in this booth all the way let me close all this up because i got some talking to do let me see how much time i got for talking left on the board right there oh i can say something oh i can talk oh is that me okay now i'm gonna even slow it down because y'all know i like to go 500 600 5000 stuff these say real things i start moving real fast i start moving so fast that you can't even make that thing that do like that and when i come around and we back and i speak like that, I talk like that but guess what i ain't gonna do that today <laughs> i just did nevertheless i digress listen this is what this has been my week this week. I'm gonna tell it to you because this is I'm get after I'm just gonna go into the Sabbath. When I get to the Sabbath, I'm just gonna um, get the word. I'm gonna go, of course, I'm gonna get some brother I ill in me. That's right, boy. I'm gonna get that word from him. That's most definitely gonna happen. I'm gonna listen to Good afternoon, brethren. This is big. Judah. And see how I slowed it way down? Because I'm going to get Big Judah on here next. That's my next mission in life, y'all. I'm going to get Big Judah on here. And when I get Big Judah on here, we're going to discuss how come it take him so long to get started. He should do like Brother Aiel and make him a whole bunch of videos for people that need to catch up. But us that's right here on the edge of thirstiness, and I don't mean that kind of thirsty you carnal people call. I'm talking about thirsty for this word, baby. When, when I cut you on, if you ain't bringing me in, you know, if you ain't bringing the spirit into it, if you are not bringing the spirit into it, then I'm going to need you to get right into the word. God is good, isn't it? I don't know about you, but we're here to have a good time in the Lord. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. You got to get right into that word. I don't want you to get on there and say, okay, we get ready. I can't, I don't, I haven't, I fast forward. I'm, Big Judah ain't on, I ain't, I, 
I'm like, I'm like George Washington. How about that with the white wig on? I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> and what do I like to say? I'll lie, I ain't lying. <laughs> Listen to me. You big Judah, get to the, get just, man. You ain't got to read, you ain't, you ain't got to keep. Look, this is what I, I'm finna tell y'all. And man, I'm telling y'all, gonna hear me. I'm gonna finna put, wait, I don't got to do all that. And you know what I'm gonna do? And this is how I do it too. I'm gonna get Big Judah to come on here. And then I'm gonna ask Big Judah, Big Judah, why can't you just get to the juice, baby? Just get to the juice. So, like I said, for all my, see how I get until I do the Sabbath? I got to clean all this carnal part of me up. See, when I come up out the Sabbath, I'll be bright, fresh, and, and just, clear again i'm talking like i can almost walk on the water you know if it's got a little bit of ground under it i can like glaze it right now i'm my 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 faith ain't i ain't got that gamma in me yet so i can't just but pretty soon i'm gonna be like, you're gonna just see me slide across the water that's how i'm gonna be doing just like that okay let me go ahead and break it down to you this is what has happened to me this week i had listen to me everywhere usually you know i get oh i'll get one maybe two but every day all day everywhere i went everywhere i stopped everywhere I, everybody asks questions i don't people listen to me i ain't got no signs on me there ain't nothing on me that say come over here i'm in the word and i'm reading it really really strong none of that is going on in my life i don't got no jesus t-shirts on i ain't got on no you know how y'all like to sell it i ain't got on them bracelets i ain't i'm just walking the earth but here's the problem, people, and let me get this in y'all. Let me, I want to get this in y'all's head really, 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 really hard. If you're led to ask a person a question, if if the person's not asking you their question in there, because that's what I be doing, man. I be on my road to Damascus. I be going down the yellow brick road. I'm on my path. I'm on my trail. I'm going to where I'm getting. I'm stopping nobody. Oh, oh, you know what it is? I always forget that part because I always forget. I walk around always saying, praise the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Praise the Most High. Praise the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Praise the Most High. Praise the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Praise the Most High. I do it so much I forget I do that part. Okay. So it ain't no kind of special spirits or nothing like that on me or no special powers or nothing like that. It's just the things I speak it to existence. Would you call that power? I think that's what they, not the show y'all be watching. Not that nonsense. I'm saying you speak, I think you speak things into existence. So I think that's where the power comes from. So, but anyway, nevertheless, I digress. I didn't even, I don't even know how I got over there. What I'm saying is when you ask a person a question, let them answer it. When they answer the question, don't try to change their mind. Either say, mm-hmm, I understand. And don't follow that with, here, this is what I think. Because they didn't ask you. So you shouldn't tell them. They don't care. They don't care what you think because they did not ask you. All you're doing now is arguing with them. See, because if they say, praise the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, how you doing? And you say, yeah, but um, 
We don't have to say that because now since Jesus came, see, there's this thing where this man said that told me that back in the day, see, once upon a time, this person said that all you had to do was, um, I think I was at a church, yeah, and the dude had a suit on, and they passed this plate, and they got some money out, and then they told us we could drink this Kool-Aid. And then what happened was, see, what I was thinking is all you really have to do is, and that's what it said in the Bible under John and um, 50, 70 mind, and I think that's what he said. But yeah, why are you saying that? And I've said, that's just how I greet people. I'm not trying to start no wars, but if you feel convicted to ask me a question, and then the Holy Spirit feels convicted to tell you about it, because I'm going to tell y'all something. A, a lot of stuff that comes out of my mouth, like I say, go look in the Bible, it's in there. But I'm not that guy that can tell you it's on page 97 and it's right here. But I guarantee you one thing, it's in there. And then that other little trick question, I'm gonna, so y'all will stop asking this one. I need this one to stop right now. Well, you can't say that for certain because there's many interpretations of the Bible. No, it ain't. <laughs> it ain't no many interpretations. See, I believe in the word God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And what I understand it is there's only one Ruach HaKodesh, which is only one Holy Spirit, which means it says without a doubt the Holy Spirit will bring all things to remembrance. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit will bring all things to remembrance. The Holy Spirit will bring all things to remembrance. The Holy Spirit will bring all things to remembrance. That being the case, they got to agree in one. The three got to agree in one. So when you sit there and say, well, there are so many. No, it ain't. It's only one interpretation. And the Holy Spirit is what's going to give it to you. The Ruach HaKodesh, which is raining down upon us right now, if you are keeping the law. But if you ain't, when I say, praise the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah, how you doing? Hallelujah, what's your name? When I say that and you're convicted to ask a question, if you don't like the answer I'm giving you, don't argue. Just push on. Because I didn't stop you and say, hey, why you worshiping the devil? And then you can say, what you mean? I say, did you just have Christmas? And you'll say, yep. And I say, why you worshiping the devil? And you'll say, what you mean? And I say, did you just have Christmas? And you'll say, yep. And I'll say, Christmas, worshiping the devil. Why you worshiping the devil? And you'll say, I'm not worshiping the devil. And I say, did you just have Christmas? And you'll say, yeah. And then I'll walk off. See, now you go deal with it. You pull up them scriptures that tell you to take your stuff, put it under the tree. Well, nevertheless, I digress. See, I keep getting off track. The only reason I'm telling y'all all this today is because the week I've had, I've had so many battles with so many people. And how do... How come y'all, this is why everybody is shooting everybody and punching everybody in the face and um, world star, you know, this whole um, I'm gonna get you thing is going on. Because this is what is going on in the world. I'm walking the earth, people come up, hey man, such and such, how come this is in the, what's, that ain't in the Bible. Spare the rod, what? Spare the rod, spoil the child. No, that ain't what it say. It say, surely if you beat your child with the rod, he will not die. That's what it say. Now, if you want your kids to act right, you can. I, listen, I saw this one girl clown her mama so bad yesterday. I broke out and I said, listen, ma'am, let me tell you something. I said, you see that your baby right there? Your baby going to be dead or in prison. She stopped. <laughs> She almost, she almost threw up in her own mouth. She was like, oh. 
I was like, are you going to throw up in your own mouth? She said, well, what are you going to say? I said, that child is cuss, damn near cussing you out. <laughs> you are not doing a thing. And she looked at me. And I said, let me tell you something. If she cussing you out right now, just think what she going to be doing to you when she get in the second grade. Let it soak in. Let it soak in. One more time. I'm not making it up. When she gets in the second grade. And she said, well, you wait, she's not going to. I say, by the time she get to the fifth grade, she going to be driving. You going to be at the house cooking food. She probably going I said, nevertheless, I digress. I'm going to pray for all of y'all. It's not going to work. But I'm going to pray for you anyway. Because you're already out of order. See, that's what we don't get. If you're out of order, the whole thing is out of order. Then there's no power. See, I have no power for that. They, she's over there, and that's her. That's her covering. Her mama is um, uh, a few steps from. Um, <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> being locked up. Now the baby's intelligent because you can tell from the words and things that are coming out of her mouth. But what she's being fed, her mother somewhere didn't get the proper knowledge. So now the intelligent baby is going to suffer, and the baby is going to become. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all see him all the time now. And here's the kicker. They black. <laughs> Listen to me when I tell you. They are blizznack. Negroes, niggas, what y'all call it. What it is. Cuz, blood, all that. That's what color they are. You know why they that color? Because we didn't got to where we let them do and say whatever they want to say. And ours are way out of line. They're way disrespectful. Because back when I was growing up, and uh, I hate to tell y'all, you got your cap peeled back for even, check this out, shoot. <laughs> that little girl was saying shit. And I was like, hey, baby, you, um, she said, well, we got, this is what she said. Well, we got a tip jar at home. And whenever I cuss at home, we, my, we have to put some money in the tip jar. This is a little black girl. We put, we got to put some money in the tip jar. That's what she said. I said, this is what I said to her. Do your, no. Do your parents have to put money in the tip jar? She say, well, they're the only ones that have to put any money in the tip jar because I don't cuss at home. Now, the mama kept running her mouth. She said, just like that. She just kept like that and she glossed over that. And I said, did you just, well, so do you put, I see my mouth was faster than my brain. So I had to back him up. Do you put money in the tip jar at school? She said, this is how intelligent she was. She said, we don't have a tip jar at school. A swear tip jar at school. And gave me the look. And I said, okay, I got you. Your ass is smart. Now, here we go. I'm finna kick you right in the ribs, little kindergarten girl. Do you cuss at school? Her mama talked. You, you know my baby, don't be... I said, you got a tip jar at home, does she cuss it? She said, every now and then she slipped. I say, so you telling me she don't cuss, she cuss at home, but she don't cuss at school? She's the little girl goes, um, I said, let her answer. Baby, you cuss at school? <laughs> All she did was laugh. She never answered, but she, you gotta commend the baby. She did not lie. But listen, people. All through the week. You got questions? Write them down. That's what I want y'all to do from now on. When you see jolly old person like me coming through, and I ain't Saint Nick. I ain't got no red dress on with no white linings and no black ass boots. <laughs> I do got a little, little piece of beard, though. But listen, 
when you see a person like me, and it's a bunch of us now, because now when we see each other, we can get into conversations that last hours and be in agreement. And we ain't got to go get no papers, no pencil. We ain't debating over what V means and thou and the. We know it's all of the same. We don't do that. We just have the greatest conversations. And, and, and you want to talk about being in the spirit? That's what we do. We be way up in there. And you just be on the street. I'm not playing. Y'all better come. Boy, y'all What brother Ayil say? Y'all better come up. Y'all better come up out of here. I'm not playing, man. Listen. So when you out there, write them down. When you see somebody that put your address, your email or whatever in there. Okay. This is what I want you to do for me. Put your email in there and give it to me. Them questions. I'm going to take them questions. I'm going to take them home. I'm going to look on the email. I'm going to put the Bible scriptures on there. And then I'm going to send them to me. Now, every question after that that you ask me, I'm going to say, you should ask the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob about those questions. Because I'm not going to be answering questions. But like I said, you can always go to OneNationOnePower.com. And this is a Darren Gray exclusive, baby. An exclusive coming up right after Tommy Tyson right here on the Darren Gray. Don't listen to me. Don't go nowhere. The Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Cockle doodle doo. It's the Tommy Tyson WWF. This is Tommy Tyson for the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show with your WWF weather window forecast sponsored by Joyce Williams Systems. Good morning, everybody. I'm in a little town called Nimrod, Minnesota. They are home to the Nimrod Nats, uh, semi-professional baseball team. They, uh, yeah, they're not playing right now because it's stupid cold. Yeah, it's uh, the high is getting up to like 25 degrees. They tell me that that's unseasonably warm. So I don't know what it's like when when they say it's actually cold. I guess we'll find out. I don't know what they have. I don't know what the drive-by forecasters have uh, planned for us yet or how cold it's going to get. But uh, interesting thing about this place. So you've got like all these lakes, land of the 10,000 lakes or whatever, and you got all these rivers. So these people wait for these lakes to freeze. That's how cold it gets. They wait for it to freeze. And then they build like these big old shack, little house type things with no floors in them. And they take like a drill and they drill a big hole in the floor, which is the ice of the lake. And they stick a fishing line in there and they go fishing. So they'll keep these things out here for like two, three, four months at a time. And that's apparently supposed to be safe. I'm not going home. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I just ain't doing it. It's, it's dumb because cold already. I'm staying inside. Uh, you should stay inside too. If it's this cold where you are. Um, yeah, they apparently find fun in this and they enjoy it because there's a lot of them out there. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what I can find tomorrow. Again, this is Tommy Tyson for the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show with your WWF weather window forecast sponsored by Joyce Williams Systems. Listen, this is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show exclusive, live on the air, on the Sabbath, no doubt. I have brother Aiel Bandad of One Nation, 
OnePower.com. First fruits of truth. YouTube channel. One Nation, OnePower.com. Brother, Aiel Ban Gad. The man who brought you, you better come on up out of here. The man who brought you, you better hear me talking. Listen to me, people. You are getting ready. I'm, this is getting ready to be some life-changing events right here on the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Right now, Brother Aiel, live and in person on the Darren Gray. I am so honored. Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Check this out. exclusive he is the hardest working soldier for the lord god of abraham isaac and jacob since i've been studying this thing that i've ever seen and like i said i've worked for pastors and preachers all over this united states of america my first question that i ask everybody on this day and i already know the answer but i'm still going to do it anyway brother Aiel. yes will you be doing the sabbath on this evening oh yes Absolutely. So now I can be, I got three questions because he's got to go. Let me ask you this. Brother Aiel, tell them who you are. Tell them about the name of your um, website. And then I'm going to ask you the questions. Well, we one nation, one power.com because we are one nation. We don't do that camp banging thing because we ain't trying to divide our people because I come out of gangs for 37 years. So I understand how Satan uses division to keep our people in ignorance. Uh, we've been doing this now for a while. I've been studying for 20 some years and I can tell you right now that everything that you think you know is the truth. 99% of it is a lie because it came from the slave master. So what we've been doing is we've been going and getting books from Harvard and Stanford and Yale University where they got the prestigious knowledge of the planet and we've been bringing that information to our people because right now there's a great awakening happening on planet Earth and it got nothing to do with religion. The Most High God didn't give us religion. The Europeans did when they landed here in 1492. How is important, explain to them the importance of baptism and being baptized correctly. I run into this stumbling block with people a lot. Baptized correctly and being baptized. Yeah, well, see, the average Negro in America don't realize that what he's going through is recorded in Amos chapter 3 and verse 1. Uh, what they don't understand is they're dealing with Isaiah 65 and 15 and the curses of Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15 to 68. They don't understand that they are in the condition and the position that they're in today because of what their forefathers did thousands of years ago. And another thing they need to understand, don't go on Google and ask Google a damn thing. Don't go on Wikipedia and ask Wikipedia nothing. Because what we found out is that our enemies have set up them websites to make you think when you type in Google, when was the first person to be baptized, Google, your enemy, your slave master going to tell you, John the Baptist. Well, that's a lie from hell. Because I'm sitting here tonight reading a book, One Fold, One Shepherd, that talks about the ancient Maya, who were us. Anytime these people tell you Negroes that 
We don't know where these people are. They died off. They're not here. We don't know what happened. That's code word for Negro in Chicago. That's code word for Negro in L.A. Baptism has been happening since the ancient times. We got records where the Most High had to baptize Adam after Adam sinned. That is one of the great delusions of the Christian church. They want to baptize you in the name of the white Jesus. Well, the Bible never said Jesus was white. You can't go find not one verse. I don't care what Bible it is, the Dr. Zeus version to the King James version. You ain't going to find that Bible telling you about white people on the continent of Africa, and you're not going to find in the Book of Moore talking about Europeans as the chosen people of God. Baptism is an ancient custom passed down through the Hebrew Israelite nation and didn't have a damn thing to do with Europeans. That's why they play games with your mind uh, because we just like damn parrots. We don't read, we just quote what we heard somebody else say. And Satan is a master of putting out rumors. So Negroes don't believe today they got to get baptized. Well, if you don't get baptized, just stay right in that miserable, sorry, uh, oppressive state that you're in. Because baptism is get the sins off of you so the most high can come into your life and begin to strengthen you and to begin to, to deliver you and then give you the real Ruach Hokadesh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with fire. I'm sick and tired of hearing my people telling me they got the Holy Spirit when they're living in damn sin. The Holy Spirit not going to the nightclub. The Holy Spirit don't smoke cigarettes. The Holy Spirit don't smoke marijuana. The Holy Spirit don't practice fornication. The Holy Spirit's job is to keep us out of the sins of the world and to make us a clean and a holy people before the Most High. Now, this ain't got nothing to do with church. Church is the problem. Christianity is the problem. That's our problem. We go to church on Sunday. We've been shot down by the police on Monday. We've been stupefied on Wednesday night with the coon pastor. And then we thinking everything okay, but in Chicago, hundreds of us are being executed, which I think is not by our own hands, every day. And they're getting their, 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 their medicine, their dose of white man Jesus every Sunday when you can't find no record in no Bible saying he was a blind matter of fact, they can't even get it right. Some pictures he got blind eyes, I mean blue eyes and yellow hair. Some pictures he got brown hair, brown eyes. Some pictures look like a damn caveman. They can't even get it right. They can't even make up their mind. Which one is it? The devil is a liar. It's time for our people to wake up and smell the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Let me ask you this, brother Ayo. Cause they, I've been dealing with this one all week. Every and, and the problem is they ask me the question and then they want to argue with my answer. They keep saying we're not supposed to keep the laws. What are the laws and why is the Sabbath important? Because they're not being properly taught the Bible. Once again, we're just quoting what we hear some ignorant coon preacher say out of his mouth. We've been doing this for years. We're good at being parrots. We just parrot it. What part of the law is done away? All they got to do is just think. Use that brain that God gave you. What part of the law was done away when you go to the so-called 
New Testament. It's not new. Yeshua said, my doctrine is not mine, but my father that sent me. So if his father sent him to say these words, then the, the so-called New Testament is actually older than the book of Deuteronomy. It's older than Genesis. It's coming down from the father. The father is what? Eternal. So all you got to do is simply think what prior to law was done away with animal sacrifice when Yeshua laid down his life on the cross there was no more need he was the lamb of god that took away the sins of the world when you go to acts chapter 21 and verse 20 it tells you paul was a keeper of the law it didn't give you the right now to go sleep with a damn horse or a dog or a child Every Christian that said they don't keep the they don't have to keep the law, they're keeping the law. Why? The law of washing your you know what with soap and water is the law. The law of washing your clothes is the law. Where did you learn that from? And if I go ask any preacher that's been in the pulpit for 20, 30 years, uh, excuse me, sir, uh, uh, have you ever committed adultery on your wife? No, I love my wife. I've been faithful to my wife. Well, sir, where did you learn that at? Uh, uh, the laws of God. Oh, the laws of God are morality. Excuse me, sir. Can I ask you one more question? Yeah. Would you go and sleep with another man? No, no. That, that ain't like Say you're keeping the law. How about your donkey you own or your goat? Do you sleep with those? No, no, I never do that. I don't practice bestiality. Well, where are you laying that at? You're actually keeping the law, and at the same time, out of your mouth, you're saying you don't keep the law. Which one is it? That's called confusion. Exactly. So on this, so, so let me ask you this, brother. I, on the Sabbath, when they say, a lot of them say, when they hung him on the cross, they hung the law up. That's a law. That's a law from hell. How about, how, so, so what you're doing now is you're justifying the wicked ass America. You're justifying homosexuality when you say that. And now because of your mouth, you made a covenant with your mouth, now the most I got to judge you because you just okayed wickedness. Exactly. Let me ask you this. And this is the most important of all to me right now. The two sticks. Man, I just got another. The most I keep piling it on. He keep piling it on. These people didn't get into 1492, Negroes. Wake up. These people landed here. In 1492, and 98% of our ancestors was here, and we fought 61 wars, recorded history, against the Europeans. They didn't actually take this place completely until the 1500s. Until the 1500s. So when you, when I come in, when I, let me say it like all this. Of the, all, all of the historical records that deal with us as a people uh, because we are the ancient people, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6 and 7, uh, almost 3 and 1, you only have a loan of all of the families of the earth, therefore I'm going to punish you for all your iniquities. We are the ancient people of the northern hemisphere. This is our land. It has always been our land. What did they do? That's why they make movies. Movies are not made to entertain you. I give you knowledge. Movies are CIA weapons that dumb you down. That's why you got so many damn slave movies. Exactly. So they want to make you think that they bring you from over the seas to over here so they can justify 
So about the Book of Mormon and the Bible, do they go together? They go together. I got uh, my next lesson. All I do is go on my website. I yield Yahweh. But see now, the Holy Spirit has been giving us so much wisdom and knowledge. I got a link on my page uh, under videos. But now you got to go watch 96 videos to catch up where we are in the Gadot University. We call it now. The Holy Spirit is downloading so much information and lost knowledge that was hidden by the Europeans. That's why a Negro can go to school, uh, uh, go to college, and he come out and he dumb as a sack of rocks when it pertains to his history. All he thinks he is is a 1985 Jesse the Catfish Mom Jackson African American. <laughs> Two damn continents are black. The color of a damn car tire. Wake up, people. Those are not nationalities. Absolutely. The two sticks, the book, the book of Mormon is the most listen, listen, let me let me slow down. Absolutely. Do your thing. When, when you when you hear the word Mormon, that is not a religion. That is a man that lived in the ancient America. When the Europeans came to America, they translated the golden and the silver plates and put it on paper. The Book of Moore, that's what the real name of it is, is the ancient historical records of the ten tribes of the House of Israel. When the ten tribes separated from Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, anybody should know this history. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi are the three tribes that stayed over there in the east. The ten tribes after the captivity of seven kings, seven. 2 Kings 17 under King Shalmaneser, they left that whole area and they went to a place where no man ever lived. Well, we got the rest of that history over here. In the book of John, Christ says, other sheep I have that are not of this fold, them I must go to also. Nobody takes into consideration where the hell did he go? Where did he go? He didn't go, he was already on the continent of Africa, what they call it today. Where did he go? He came to America. America is more ancient than the continent of Africa. We got all of the records, and it's easy to prove it. Somebody asked me the other day, how can I prove that? Well, just go over there and look at the biggest damn trees in the world in Yosemite National Park. The biggest trees on the planet are right there in Yosemite National Park. Negroes don't even realize they're living in a land of milk and honey. Negroes got water at his fingertips. Negro go get him some wine if he want to. Negro got a toilet to flush, a roof that don't leak. Little food in the house, driving a pretty nice little car. Talking about going to Africa, Negro, you can't even drink the water in Mexico without getting sick. <laughs> How in the hell you gonna go to a continent that your ancestors really never been on? We left there a long time ago. So if you go back tomorrow, you're gonna be living in a damn mud hut, wearing some damn 1968. Volkswagen souls on a pair of sandals. You want you not gonna be living like you living now. I don't care we live in an apartment, we live in good. Niggas can't put this together. Where I live, they got over 50 lakes and streams and trees and elk and deer and turkey. All of the things that make this land flow with milk and honey. A gas station on every other corner. A mall down the street with all kinds of clothes. You want Gucci, you want Fedora, you want 
I'm talking to my people out there right now. In every family, you got a crazy uncle, you got a crazy damn auntie, and they crazy as hell. So them niggas sitting on the corner, they are family, but they crazy as hell. And no, we don't associate with them. But they still our family. Absolutely. Listen, did I tell you or did I tell you? He is the hardest working man when it comes to this word. And the way, because see, I don't want to hold him because you see what happens. He'll, now, if you want to keep going, brother, I, I'll, I'll sit right over here and you can continue if you wish. Anything uh, else you want to say? Go ahead on, brother. Yeah, let, me, let, me finish, let me finish up on this book of Mormon. They don't understand that when they got, matter of fact, Joseph Smith never said he wrote it. I got another book I'm going to bring out tomorrow night. And I'm going to show my people that even the historians and the archaeologists out there all mouth said, no man can claim writing this historical ancient record that's more powerful than the Pope of Vu. I'm going to quote this archaeologist tomorrow night that's going to tell the world the Pope of Vu was a book that was once called the Mayan Bible. The so-called Book of Mormon was found in Guatemala, found in Honduras, found in Venezuela, found in Cuba, found all over the, the this northern hemisphere. America, it wasn't just found here, brothers and sisters. Wake up. Anytime you hear these people come out, these people mouth is snake talk. Snake talk. Why did the most I give it to them? Well, we got a recorded record within the Book of Mormon that our ancestors started sinning so bad that the most I sick the dogs on them. Who came with the dogs? The Europeans. When? In 1492. Prior to that, the Europeans had no knowledge of America. America was kept secret. That's why Christopher Columbus and them thought that the earth was flat and that you would fall off the end of the earth because the most high God had put that in their mind and in their understanding so that they wouldn't cross the oceans to come over here to this land, which is the promised land, quoted in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 4, where the sun sets. Where the sun set? In the West. You got to understand something, people. These people are new booties. All of your records, they stole. And then they put their pictures in there, just like your Bible, in pretty little pictures. They know you don't read, so they just give you some pretty little pictures, and you automatically assume that the Bible is the white man's book without even reading one damn word in there. Acts 13 and 1 got the word nigga in it. Job 30 and 30 told you he was a black man. Song of Solomon 1, 5 and 6 told you he was a black man. Do we got to go on Moses? The most I told Moses is take his hand and put it in his shirt, put it out, it was white as leprous as snow. By the way, white skin is leprosy. Then he told Moses to put it back in, put it back out, it was just like his other skin. The Book of Moore is our ten tribes of Israel's records. This is what people don't understand. The Bible is Judah, Benjamin, and Levi's records. Yes, it mentions uh, the ten tribes, the house of Ephraim, in the Book of Hosea. It talks about them in that book, but they are not mentioned as far as prophecy is concerned in the Bible. When you get over to the so-called New Testament, you got Europeans making movies, lying to you. That's all they do is lie. They love to lie and tell you that the ten tribes of Israel are in Europe. Well, how in the hell are they in Europe when the Europeans are the Gentiles? 
of common sense. The book is ours. It's ancient records of the ten tribes of the house of Israel. The Most High gave it to the Europeans to keep it until the last days. And now we got it back. The book been sealed. You can go to any Mormon church in America and ask them, can they read the book? They tell you right in your face, the book is sealed and they're waiting on a prophet to come from God to unseal the book. I live in a Mormon community. There are like 50 Mormon churches up here. We talk to them and discourse with them all the time. They cannot read the book. When they go to church on Sunday, all they do is have entertainment. They bring the children up, they talk about community, and they talk about family. That's all they do. Now they are our webpage and Big Judah's webpage. And now they're learning their book for the first time in history. I'm waiting for them to humble themselves and tell us, yeah, you got it, you're right, you figured it out through the Holy Spirit. These, you guys, ancestors' records. I'm waiting on that to happen. Wow. But uneducated Negro, still under the, under the slave master's spell, if any Negro ever tell you don't read something, that should make you mad as hell. Negro, my ancestors weren't allowed to read for 300 years. And that was because of the white man. And now you in black skin saying what he said in white skin. Negro, them fighting words. Negro, I'm going to read every damn thing now, Negro. I'm going to read everything, including the small print on my damn paperwork this car I'm trying to buy. I'm going to read every damn thing. That's going to make every Negro in America mad as hell. When a Negro, a black man, tell you what you should and shouldn't read, he is actually, I'm going to be nice tonight, a damn coconut. <laughs> the hell wrong with these Negroes? Oh, don't read that. That's why we're in this condition. Call stupid. Because we don't read. Let me ask you this question, because I know you pressed, because you probably finna put somebody in some water somewhere. Let me ask you this question. What is Priest of Mahan, please tell them what that is. The priests of Mahan are children of Cain. The, they are the descendants of Cain. And they're right in everybody's face. All your damn movie stars, entertainers, that had a death in the family. A mysterious death in the family. Oh, somebody died. Oh, they died. No, you got to do that when you worship Satan. Satan went to Cain, and Cain had to kill Abel as a sacrifice so that he, he can get wealth and riches from Satan. The priests of Mahan are what you see today in your Catholic churches, all your churches. And the Negroes that's in the churches have been taught by the white man how to preach and read the Bible. So when they read the Bible, they went to a damn uh, cemetery school, what they call theologian school, and they learned the doctrine of the damn priests of Mahan. The laws of God are done away with. Well, Negro, what, what was wrong with you? Okay, next time you're driving down the damn street and that sign says 45, do 65, and when the police officer pull you over, tell him what you're telling me. <laughs> the laws of God are done away, officer. Uh, I shouldn't get a ticket. They told me at the church the other day, the laws of God are done away. Negro, you're going to jail. You still under the law. America is set up on the laws of God, at least it was, until they passed them damn homosexual laws that's destroying the country. It's a damn cancer. And you guys trying to figure out what's wrong with America. Number one, what's wrong with America is hate. Racism. That's a cancer. 
That's from the that's from the belly and the bowels of Satan. That's how Satan separate people. Bloods and Crips and North Korea, South Korea, East Vietnam, North Vietnam. It's his strategy. It's his number one weapon. And just because other people hate, shouldn't make me have to hate. Absolutely. I don't want that damn sickness. I don't want that damn uh, 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 plague in my life. I don't want high blood pressure and diabetes. That's what that all stems from. Hate and unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a killer. And everybody want to know what's killing us. Unforgiveness. Back to the book of Mo. It's our book. It's the second stick. And as I was reading this book tonight, I, a piece of paper fell out, brother. Wait till I show you what this Gentile put on this piece of paper in 1962. I got a book here that's so bad. This can't be nothing but the spirit of the Most High that got on this Gentile to put this book together because he got dates. What? He got times. What? He talking about us. They said when they landed here, the Negro, they called us, what did he say? We, we was dark-skinned, brown-skinned. Wait, you finna tell him? Uh, Don't tell him. I want them to come to OneNationOnePower.com. I want them to yeah, catch Yeah, we're going to bring it out tomorrow. Yeah, they want to learn. If they want to learn, that's the page to come to. If you want to stay stupid, just stay in your Sunday church. Now, let me ask you this, right? We, we listen, we're not, we trying to reach the remnant. We're trying to reach the children of the light. There's a remnant of us that's hearing what I'm saying right now, and it's resonating with your spirit. It ain't resonating with your mind, because I speak through the Holy Spirit. It's touching your spirit. It's touching your soul. This truth right now is ringing out over this live telephone call right now. And it's hitting your spirits out there that everything I'm saying is the truth. Everything that these people operating under is yours. How in the hell are they gonna get here in 1492 and set themselves up as the as the professors and the doctors and the lawyers? How wait a minute, get this guy off the boat, Nick uh, uh, Mr. You European man? You just got off the boat. Only way he can do that is he kept us in darkness for three hundred years. So now, by keeping us in darkness for three hundred years, taking our identity taking our nationality, stealing our land right out from under us. Now, we beholden to him to teach us. And what has he taught us? Christmas, Halloween, Easter, nasty-ass rap songs. What are they giving us? They destroying us. What you guys don't understand is this, too. Music is a weapon. Music either brings life or music brings death. And if you haven't been paying attention, now you got out a new Dr. Dre. He a damn clone. I grew up with Dr. Dre. That ain't no Dr. Dre that I grew up with. I take one look at it. So I'm going to put it out there on the ethernet. You guys are starting to be entertained by clones. Now, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. Brother, I, yo, before you go away, man, I know you got to go. I know you got Listen. Background. Give him a quick background because uh, I don't know. What, I, I just know Brother I <laughs> I, I was born and raised in Compton, California in 1963. At the age of 13, I became a swamp crip, and I gangbanged for 37 years. I spent time in four different penitentiaries in the state of California and in damn near every county jail in California. In 1997, 
I heard a voice speak to me and call my name. At that time, I thought I was losing my damn mind. So I went to go see the psychiatrist like everybody else. Ended up spending six months in a crazy house. Came up out the crazy house, went to go visit the church. The preacher told me God was calling me. I said, if God calling me, he got to talk to me himself. <laughs> that night, that night, that same night, an earthquake hit. I was living in Hemi, California, at the downstairs apartment. Some of the apartments was going to fall apart. And I heard that voice speak to me a second time. And it said, I'm coming back faster than that. What you going to do? I was sitting on the bed shaking and trembling because that voice went right through my body and hit my spirit. I called the pastor of that church. I said, I'll be a deacon. <laughs> I went to that church. They started asking me to pray for the people in the church at the opening up of the service. Well, you know, in the old Baptist church, they're not allowed to stand up. They're not allowed to put their hands up. You got to sit down like you in jail and be still and be quiet and be stupid. So I used to pray and the power of God would manifest in the church and the people would start crying and jumping up and down. So after a little while of that, they asked me to please stop praying. I was happy with that and I sat down. <laughs> few, few months after that, I heard the most high, I started fasting and praying, going after the most high like a, a crazy man. And I heard him speak to me again. And he said, it's time for you to leave that church. Well, I left that church, and a month later, my father, who was a part of the Church of God in Christ and was in it all his life, invited me to go visit his church in Riverside, California. I went to go visit his church, and on the way there, I looked at the Bible, and I told my father that this is what your pastor is going to preach today. When we get to the church, my father looked at me and broke down crying. We got to the church. My father went up to the pulpit. Church was about 300-some members. I sat in the back, and I was trying to actually hide in the back. So I sat in the back, and the church started having a service. They started singing, you know, the black church is. They started worshiping. The pastor came up. He looked out in the audience. He seen me. He said, son, the Most High just told me to tell you to come up to this pulpit that I am to train you and to teach you holiness and sanctification, and then you'll be released. I thought he was talking about maybe next week or next month. So I sat there, and the pastor uh, said right after that, I'm talking about right now. So when I stood up, and I started walking towards the front of the church, every devil in hell attacked me verbally. I kept hearing, you're not worthy. Who do you think you are? You're not supposed to be doing this. Stop. Don't go up there. And when I finally made it to the top of that altar, my knees was buckling. My knee, but I was so afraid. Both of my knees were shaking together, knocking together. The spirits had tore and scared me that bad. Well, I stayed there for about five years. After about five years there, I got invited to go and evangelize Mexico. I went and I evangelized Mexico. We got a chance to see miracle signs and wonders. People healed. People delivered. After that, I began to seek the Father again. And I had a vision. And in the vision, I seen my boss and my immediate boss standing up and I was sitting in a chair. The next day I went to work, the very vision played out at my job. I was sitting down, they were standing over me. I started crying, they said, what's wrong with you? I said, you guys wouldn't understand. And Walmart said, we wanna elevate you in the company in spite of your criminal past. 
you got favor on your life, and we know God with you. So Walmart uh, proceeded to put 50 states in a bag with all the names, <clears throat> and then they wanted me to put my hand in there and pick out the state that I wanted to go to, but I had a choice. I could take the first state or leave it, but the second state was mandatory. So when they told me that, I said, I need to pray about it another week. And they said, that's good. And all that week, I kept hearing, take the first state, take the first state, take the first state. Well, when I reached my hand in the back after that week, I pulled out Solo, Arizona. My boss, who was sitting right aside of me, started crying. He said, how in the hell is it possible? 50 states, and you picked the state from I was born and raised in, the city I was born and raised in. I said, I don't know how that happened. And I was sitting into the White Mountains of Arizona. Now, let me back up just a little. Before I left the Church of God in Christ, I would get prophecies prophesied to me that I was going to a mountainous area, and I would be living in a mountainous area. And it is there that God would use me in a mighty way to cry and speak to the people. They said it would be like I would have a bullhorn in my hand. Now, if you go and listen to my videos, I'm yelling and screaming and hollering as if I got a bullhorn in my hand. But uh, I've been here now since uh, 2003. We've awakened the brothers on the Apache Reservation, the Navajo Reservation, the Hopi, the Gentiles, and uh, we're doing a work now on the internet. And we all over the world right now, right now, uh, we're in the Mississippi State Penitentiary. I just got a, 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 a text today that we need to be praying for the brothers in the Mississippi State Penitentiary because Satan is going wild in there, brothers dying in there. I'm thinking it's the Klan in there, you know, them guards. But we're going to have to pray for our brothers in these prisons all over America right now because the awakening is happening. If you just listen to your spirit, your spirit is coming alive. The Holy Spirit, the gamma, is in the earth right now and is calling people out of Sunday worship. It's calling people out of Christianity. It's calling you to a lifestyle that's something that you can I can't explain this with ordinary words. We got power and authority now that I know not of, all because we came into the Book of Moore and we found out that just like the Bible, when they had all them white pictures in there, we thought that that was the white man's book. Well, they did the same thing with the other book. They put their pictures in there and made up a religion, just like they did Christianity. It's a white man religion. You Negroes went to church, and they told you you was the Gentiles when you really the, the children of Israel. So it's the same thing. They took the, they they needed a God, you guys. When they came over in 1492, they didn't have a God. They needed a God. That's why they made the false image of C.J. Borgier, printed up by uh, Pope Pius VI, by Leonardo da Vinci in 1953. They made that picture. When they crossed the oceans in 1492, they brought that picture over here. We didn't just uh, go and become Christians in the Christian church. Our ancestors were put to death if they didn't accept that image. So for everybody that's in a Christian church today, you don't even know how you got there. You got there by force. You got there by the edge of a sword, all because your ancestors disobeyed and would not keep 
the law, statutes, and commandments of God. So now they set up churches to teach you the same thing that you don't have to keep the laws of God. Why? Because if you don't keep the laws of God, my friend, the curses of God going to find you right where you at. You're going to find yourself strung out on heroin. You're going to find yourself strung out on crack. You're going to find yourself in and out of prison like I was. You're going to find yourself on some form of uh, medication, drug or dope, because you're under the curses of God. And then you're going to find some church that's going to continue to perpetrate a lie and a fraud that God gave you religion. You can't find nowhere in that book that he gave you religion. He gave you laws, statutes, and commandments. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. What nation is there so great that has all of these laws, these statutes and commandments? We were supposed to be the light bearers for the rest of the world. We were supposed to teach the rest of the world morality. When the Europeans got here in 1492, when they seen us taking baths, they called that evil. We had to teach them how to use soap. So don't sit here tonight and lift up your fake European white Jesus, because he is the problem. Christianity is the problem. It lies at their doorsteps. It's on their feet. Everywhere you go in every major city, we got churches set up teaching brothers and sisters that the laws of God are done away. Is that one of the reasons for the gang violence? Is that one of the reasons for the gangs being as vicious as they are? Is because they've been taught that the laws of God are done away with and they can do whatever the hell they want and still go to heaven? I'm done. You know, I'll let you go. I'll now give you my whole show. Now, listen, I'm getting ready to get up out of here. That was Brother I.L. You guys have got, now he's going to tell you if I mess up, you got to go to OneNationOnePower.com. You got to go to, true. what is it, First Fruits. Uh, and listen to me. First when I, Fruits, and then, and then I.L. Banget, A-H-Y-A-L-B-A-N-G-A-D. And you'll see me come up on Facebook. And no, I'm, you'll see me come up on YouTube, I mean, forgive me. Right, and he'll come, exactly. And he has, now, if you go back too far, you're going to see a whole different brother out here because that's where I started. I start. I went way back to where he, like, had a Cavatis. He had a fade-like haircut. And I watched it, I started watching his videos, and I watched them grow. But the problem is, he don't just get on there and say, get ready, get ready, get ready, and do and run around and, and, and Joel Osteen and none of this type of nonsense. He has the books. You can take your book, and you can put it in front of the front of the TV or YouTube or wherever you sit. I sit in front of a big giant screen and I put his big face on there and I listen to him scream. I used to call, y'all know, since my show started, right. I, used to, I used to say, you're going to listen to you gonna listen That's to right. a brother named Brother I. I used to call him I yell. Remember, I used to say that when my. And I'm, be, and I'm gonna be the only one gonna tell him. <laughs> get your pencil out. Get your pencil out. Get your paper. And go along with him. And follow right along with him. And he will not go, he will not go astray. He will not start telling you what he think is say. He tell you what's exactly on that page. And I've been fighting with a lot of people, but I don't really fight anymore. Cause my new thing for it, like I told y'all, from now on, I tell you what I learned from Big Judah and Brother Ail and the word. And if you don't, if you don't do it. This is what I say. This is my new thing. I'm sorry. Your ass is going to hell. That's all I got for you. Because we ain't supposed to be making the uh, churches. We're making disciples. You pe I went. Let, let me tell you this. Let me throw this out there because I've been saying this all week. I went. I did the trick. 
I started watching Brother Ail, watched all the videos, got all the way, got my book, got two books, started going to get my Bibles. I just got me an 1837 Bible. It's got the charts wrote down with all the lineage and the whole nine yards. You, it, it gives you everything you need to have. But like I said, I'm not in the teaching business. So I lead you to where you need to go. But listen, understand this when I tell you. When I started watching this show, I mean, started watching him on YouTube or whatever, I said, I'm finna let that man put me in the water. Now, here's what you gotta understand. Not once did he say, come up here and let me put you in the water. He kept saying, you gotta get baptized. You gotta ask for repentance of your sins and for the sins of your forefathers, you have to ask for forgiveness of those. And it started, and I started saying, oh, this is what it says. So I did the trek, people, listen to me. I drove all the way there nonstop. When I got there, I went to the house, they fed me, they had food, they had food. I could have took food home. Nobody passed the collection plate. Nobody asked me for any money. Nobody asked me what my name was. They put me in the water and I left. And it was that simple. And that's what I'm telling you. They are not there. They're not trying to get you to join nothing. You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to do anything. But the word of the God of most high, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it's real. And in order for you to understand what I am talking about, you have to be willing to subject yourself. Open up the book. Y'all got to crack them open and follow along with brother Iel, big judah and give them that information and i'm gonna let you go because like i said y'all know james brown this is the hardest work and like i said y'all know my background this is the hardest working man i've ever seen for the god of abraham isaac and jacob the most high and i'm trying to get there but like i said i'm not finna do y'all like that he can get he gonna follow you you can you want to do battle battle this man Say bye to him, brother. I even, I appreciate you coming on here. And anytime you want to come on here, you can take over the whole two hours. I'll sit over there and let you talk as long as you want to. Tell him bye. Well, he might open it up for questions. If I call him again, I want, I, want, I want my people to be able to call in and ask questions because they've been so deceived with the Bible. It is unbelievable. Well, we, I mean, the Bible, the Bible never told you to read it like a Harlequin novel. The Bible told you how to read it in Isaiah Chapter 28, verse 9 and 10. Precept, precept must be up on precept, precept upon precept, line upon line here a little and, and there a little. little. <laughs> come on my channel, I'm going to show you how to read and understand the Bible, and it don't take six years. Okay. All right, I'm out of here. Okay, but brother, I now you y'all know what he y'all heard what he said. He was at this church, that church, this church, that church, this church, that he did this, he did that, he did that. Now y'all heard what he said. He said, I want to come on here and answer questions. So say, we're going to set that up. <laughs> we're going to set that up and he's going to come back here. We're going to make up where y'all can call in and ask him live on the air these questions and y'all can deal with it. And you, it's, if it's in your face, you can't turn away from it. It's right there. And bring, and bring your Bible. Have your Bible. Matter of fact, have your King James Version Bible. Don't have no Dr. Zeus Version because that's how they have deceived our people also. When you start to figure out that the King James Version got the word nigger in it and black in it, then they water you down and then they remove them words and they put something stupid in there and that's what they continue to do. When you figure them out, they alter the book. Anything else, sir? <laughs> that's it. Shalom. Shalom, baby. I'm going to have you right back on here. cock a doo This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Stick around. This is the Sabbath, so we're going to go out with a bang. We're going to be playing some good music for you before we go. Darren Gray Circus Parade. cock a doo Morning Show. And here's Raphael Sadiq with Rikers Island. Shouts out to the brothers locked down in the Mississippi prison system. cock a Way too many. Island. And you may not be in Rockers Island, 
America. America, purveyor of mass hysteria, mass production and mass incarceration. The epitome of huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The masses, masses, the masses, masses, mass is the property of matter regardless of the state. But it seems we don't matter until we're properties of the state on mass. And mass is still trying to trick himself into believing he picked cotton too. And no matter how much I kowtow, tap dance, and jump through a bunch of hoops, I'll still be the one who winds up in a jumpsuit. I'll still be the one who winds up with the gun wounds. King had just one dream that won't seem to come true. X had necessary means and a gun too. Though there's always more than one truth. Even on cloudy days, sun rays still come through. I mask feelings of pain and ask for healing. We got the same glass ceiling, but I'm supposed to be thankful for my sunroof. And NASA's still trying to trick himself into believing he picked cotton too. It's complex. How being born with this complexion ups the likelihood of dying in a prison complex. And orange ain't the new black. Black is the same, same black. But this ain't just for black folks. Just ask those backwards folks that stay intolerant like lactose. We bout to blast blowing like Miles, Coltrane, and Satchmo. You can act slow, but we want our civil rights and fast forward. And we ain't asking for it. This is just the beginning of a long list of demands, bro. This your last chance, yo. This is the optimum time. And just like Optimus Prime, we gon' transform. This gift of gab is God-given, and it's given this man a knack for it. So let's stand for him. In New York, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Charlotte, ATL, Charleston, San Fran, Oakland, LA, B-more, Detroit, DC, Chicago, and Ferguson. It's time for turning up, time for turning tables, turning heads, and it's time to plan. I take a line from my man, Lynn Man, who wrote ham. Revolution is messy, but now it's time to stand. So stand up, stand up. Word to the words of the police, hands up. Word to the folks in jail, copping, please, please, people copy me. No misogyny, but we gotta man up. We gotta open that can up. I'm not worried about becoming worms meat. What concerns me is my people learning the difference between earning our own keep and working another man's land for free. One's just the same slavery. The other unlocks chains, so turnkey. I hate that this deferred dream keeps recurring. Wake up, America. Wake up and hurry. Goggle doodle doo. That one goes out to all the prisoners in the Mississippi prison system, what Brother Iel was talking about. And I want to thank him for coming out. It was marvelous. Now it's time for Deborah Gray Bible verse of the day. Deborah Gray Bible verse of the day. Deborah Gray Bible verse of the day. Morning, praise the Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is Deborah Gray with the Bible verses of the day on the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Cockle doodle do. Today I will be reading Proverbs chapter 8, verse 29 through 36. When he gave to the sea his decree that the water should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the fountains of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. Rejoicing in the habitable part of this earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. 
hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. For whosoever findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. I'm Deborah Gray. And you just heard the Bible verses of the day on the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Sponsored by Controlled Chaos in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Have an awesome day on purpose. And if you can't, then don't you dare go messing up someone else's. Cockle-doodle-doo. Cockle-doodle-doo. You know exactly what that means. That means my time is up and it's time for me to get on up out of here and let me just send a shout out Kiara, christopher isaiah camden and daniel those are oliver's kids 17 to 1 like some crazy odds in vegas i have to shout them out because every at least twice maybe some sometimes when i ain't you hear me on the show and i'll say oliver and his badass kids and i say that like on every single show i think i've pretty much said it on every show and sometimes when I'm walking around at the grocery store, I'll say, I wonder what Oliver's badass kids is doing. And sometimes when I'm walking around at the mall, I'll be like, I wonder where Oliver's badass kids is doing. So for all the times I called them badass kids, I just want to shout them out. My theme music, please. <laughs> Listen. I want to send a shout out to Toddy Funk. His show's going to start next week. I'm going to send a shout out to Rodney King Brooks. His show's going to start next week. But we got a second installment of his show today anyway on the slide. So we're all good. Listen, Brother I.E.L., big ups to him coming out. Also, this is the Sabbath you don't want to miss. Good afternoon, brethren. This is Big Judah. But you also want to go to One Nation, One Power, Dot com to find out what Brother I.E.L. was talking about right here on the Darren Gray Circus Gray Morning Show exclusive, baby. Stick around. I'll see you tomorrow or maybe the next day or the day after that. Cockle doodle do. Should've hit it, 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 h